Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Jerry Petito Show on Remember Then Radio. Ladies and gentlemen, Jerry Petito. I'm not an addict, I'm just an ass. And in time, this too shall pass. I'm not an addict, I'm just an ass. Jerry Petito taught the class. I'm not an addict, I'm just an ass. Loves the answer, the greener grass. I'm not an addict, I'm just an ass. One day at a time, free at last. When you don't know just what to do Just what to do, just what to do If what you're feeling is really true It's really true, is it really true? Just keep your ideas safe and sound Safe and sound, safe and sound That's exactly how change is found Change is found, change is found I'm not an addict, I'm just an ass And in time this too shall pass I'm not an addict, I'm just an ass Jerry Petito taught the class I'm not an addict, I'm just an ass Loves the answer, the greener grass one day at a time, free at last. Hello again, everyone. You know, everyone who knows me knows I am the author of I'm Not an Addict, I'm Just an Ass. I'd rather be a smart ass than a dumbass. Because, guys, 30 years ago, I was a dumbass. But through the grace of God, I can honestly say I've just celebrated 30 years of being a smart ass. Everybody's had a tough year and a half. I am here for all of you, free of charge. I'm a recovery coach and a nutritional health coach. Everyone out there needs to know someone is listening. So guys, please reach out. You're not alone. Again, all my services to you are free. Having said that, we are going to have a really fun show today. I have a really cool guest. I have someone, um, you know what? I'm going to do something a little different. I'm, I'm going to introduce my guest. I'm not going to have him say anything yet. And then I'm going to play a demo. So I have Rick Griffin on the line with me, but I'm going to give you guys a little surprise here and tell me who he is. Days are true love way. 
someday Well, you are the one that makes me glad And you are the one that makes me sad When someday you want me Well, I'll be there waiting to get Maybe, baby Guys, did you guess? We have Buddy Holly in the house Buddy Holly, say hello to everyone Hello, everyone. How y'all doing? <laughs> so, listen, Rick, you know, I closed my eyes through that, and I heard Buddy Holly. You're amazing. Well, thank you. That's a great compliment. You're thank absolutely you. amazing. Um, thank you. So, Mikey the Baron of Bayside in chat, he says he knows all of these from yesteryear. That's pretty cool. Um, yesteryear. Yesteryear. Wow. So, tell us a little bit about yourself. Tell us about what we just played. Okay, well, I've been um, kind of brought up in a musical family. My father played guitar for Bill Haley and the Comets back in the early 50s. And um, so I was you know, exposed to a guitar and, and 50s music you know, from the day I was born. Uh, started performing with my father's band when I was 13 years old and pretty much been going ever since. Sort of doing, uh, picked up uh, some, some old Buddy Holly records and... Uh, just started playing them and got really interested in looking up his history and checking out some more of his songs. And I started to put together a tribute, you know, like, like just a block of songs in my shows. And then eventually got to the point where I was doing full blown Buddy Holly tribute and, uh, done that up and down the East coast from, from New York down to Florida, worked with like five different agencies and, um, stayed pretty busy with it. And, uh, so it's going on probably, close to 50 years in the entertainment business. So, okay, so you just told your age because you said you started at 12, so you're 62. Yes. <laughs> I love it. I love talking yeah. age, okay? <laughs> yeah, that's fine. Um, I'm glad to be, I'm glad to still be here. That's right, <laughs> that's right, that's right. It's an honor, honor and a privilege. So, your dad, tell us about his band. My father, he played, uh, he started with Bill Haley. Bill Haley's band, Back in the in the early fifties, he had a, a country band called the Saddleman, and my father played guitar with him. And my father was also a Chester police officer at the same time. Oh, beautiful! And then they started getting you know getting a lot of work and, and getting bookings, and they started doing a little bit more of the rock and roll and started switching over and doing some touring. And my father pretty much had to give up the band at that point because they, he had a full time job. And the music business didn't pay squat back then. Right. You know, entertainers didn't make anything. All the publishing companies and management co companies made all the money, and the entertainers made almost nothing. Right. So he he bailed out of the of the band, and then he just started doing things on his own locally. You know, he stayed in the music business, and uh, he passed away at the age of eighty one, seven years ago. Beautiful. And he he played music on Thursday night and died on Sunday. Really? Yes. Wow. So yes. he died smiling. Yes. That's beautiful. Yes, he did. Um, So he played with Bill Haley, huh? Yes, he did. Yeah, that's cool. I didn't know that. Yeah. yeah. So, all right. So I love talking about, I know Mikey, right? Mikey's saying, wow. Um, I didn't know that. <laughs> um, yeah. So then you actually were around all this since you were a kid with with these yes, entertainers sort of yeah i mean i i actually wasn't born until after all that i mean i was born actually i was born six months after buddy holly passed away right so you know i wasn't around for you know for my father actually playing with bill haley but there was some interactions bill haley used to have these all night jam sessions at his house right there in booth win pa and um I remember my father taking me a few times when I was very young. Yeah, that's pretty cool, man. Yeah, yeah. Wow. I, I couldn't couldn't tell you all the musicians that were there, but I know <clears throat> at one point Franny Beecher was in there. Um, some pretty famous people, which at the time, I, I just couldn't tell you who they were. Right. But, but the house was full of musicians. Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah, it's really cool. So, all right. I have more questions about all that, but let's talk about the demo we just played. Okay. So you, you put a bunch of little songs together. You sound just yes. like him. Well, thank you. 
Thank you. All right, so why him? Well, like I said, when I was young, um, I found a couple of 45s. Everybody remembers what they are, right? Yep. <laughs> yep, yep. And uh, of Buddy Holly's songs. And I just started playing it, and I started learning how to play the guitar before I really started singing. So I would take the records, and I would actually stop the record with my finger as it's spinning around and slow it down so I could learn the guitar parts by ear. Get out! Yeah, and I started picking up a lot of the guitar parts for it, and then um, eventually I started you know, trying to sing his songs. I, I just, out of nowhere, realized that, you know what, his songs pretty much fit my voice you know, and my wheelhouse. So I just started doing more and more of his music and eventually had enough to put a tribute show together. Okay. I'm fascinated with tribute artists that actually sound like yeah. the artist. I'm fascinated. Yeah. I'm fascinated with impressionists, impersonators. I am, since I was a kid, I can't yeah. understand how you guys do it. I think it's the greatest talent in the world to be able to do that stuff. Um, and that's yeah. why I asked you why him. And you just answered it beautifully. You said your voice fit him. Yes. So you didn't say, I need to make him fit me. No. No, yeah. not at all. I just started singing. And I never really tried to impersonate him. Um, I just, just my natural singing voice just, like I said, just fit his music yes. very well. I love and, the way uh, you put that. Yeah, and it's it's you know I always try I always try to put it out there. This is a tribute, not an impersonation. Right, right, and beautifully oh, so. done, beautifully done. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you. So now let's let's give them another treat. We're gonna play my eyes. Here we go. That sundress, turquoise heart hanging round your neck, red lips like wine. Wanna drink them up? Keep on drinking till you make me drunk. Tied up here, wanna lay it down. Just let the rest fall to the ground. You take beautiful to the match. Can't help myself when you look like that. Come a little closer, come a little closer, come a little closer. Girl, the way you look tonight My eyes are the only thing I don't want to take off of you Come a little closer, come a little closer Come a little closer Love the way you look tonight My eyes are the only thing I don't want to take off of you Dancing in the sky Picture perfect moon so bright But I don't care Looking at you Where I stand can't beat the view Come a little closer Come a little closer Come a little closer Girl, the way you look tonight My eyes are the only thing I don't want to take off of you Come a little closer Come a little closer Come a little closer My eyes are the only thing I don't want to take off of you. My eyes have seen some amazing things, but girl, my eyes ain't seen nothing quite like you. Hey, baby, come a little close, come a little close, come a little close, girl, the way you look tonight. My eyes are the only thing I don't want to take off of you. Come a little closer, come a little closer, come a little closer. Love the way you look tonight. My eyes are the only thing I don't want to take off of you. Come a little closer, come a little closer, come a little closer. Love the way you look tonight. My eyes are the only thing I don't want. Take 
So I love that song, and I love the way you sang it. What does that song mean to you? Well, that song was, um, I kind of would send that out to my girlfriend. Um, just, a, you know, a very, um, I guess, emotional, passionate kind of a song. And uh, it's just, um, you know, the, 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 my feelings at the time okay. you know, that I recorded it. So, I mean, it is a country song. Um, like I was saying, my father was with Bill Haley early on. And after, you know, he left the band, he, he kind of put his own band together, but it was more country. Oh. So I was exposed to a lot of country music early on. And um, it's, again, it's, it's, you know, me singing the country, a lot of it is in my within my wheelhouse on some of the songs I do. So it just seemed easy and a good fit, and it was a, a, a good addition. You know, I didn't replace my 50s music, but I added that to it. So if I'm out doing a show somewhere, I can I can cover, you know, a pretty good variety of music, you know, and try to keep everyone interested and satisfied with it, the entertainment. So, and, all uh, right. So but wait, I have a question for you. So what kind of music, all right, did you listen to any other music growing up, like any, any rock or any of that? Oh, yeah, I listened to classic rock. Leonard Skinner. Yeah, sure. Landon. Yeah. Oh, yeah. All those, you know, I went through the stages where that's all I listened to at one point. Okay. Um, never really got too much into playing too much of it because it just, I just had a hard time singing that type of music. It just didn't really fit my vocal, you know, range. So I just, you know, my father told me a long time ago, you know, a lot of people tell you, you know, you got to work on this stuff. You want to get good at this. You got to work on what's really good. What's really good. Well, what he told me was, you know, forget about what you're not good at. Work on what you are good at wow. and get better at it. You know, don't waste your time on things you, you you're not good at. Go after what you are. Just keep improving that. So, because normally, if you're good at it, it means that you really enjoy it, where you wouldn't be that good at it. You have so, incredible parents. Um, oh yeah. Absolutely. Amazing. Amazing. So Mikey has yes. a question. Do you do any doo-wop or oldies or standards? Uh, there is one song that I sent you, uh, Dream Lover. Well, that's the next one in queue. That, that uh, is an, an oldies. Yeah. You know, kind of. Um, I've worked with a, a couple of doo-wop groups at the time. Um, I've actually done some work with um, Terry King, who was one of the members of the Drifters. He's singing a band with me. And uh, Rick Shepard, who was the founding member of the Drifters. I uh, I, I interviewed Rick. Yes. Uh, did you? Yes. I love he him. Lives, he's got a house not too far from me. He's probably five minutes away from me. Oh, I love him. And uh, great, great guy. Great yes. guy. And um, yeah, I've worked with him. I didn't actually perform with him, but I've worked the same show with him. Wow. Um, so. This is yeah, so cool. And and um, we got someone that just joined the chat room, um, Johnny T., uh, Danny P is also in the chat room. He's the DJ that was on before me. Um, tell them again who your dad played with. My father played with Bill Haley and the Comets. Yes. Early on. Very cool. Um, yes. So now, all right. So as far as like what you sing now and all that, you know, I always say I was born too late because I'm 60 and I love oldies and doo-wop and Elvis. You were yes, as I well did. in a, in a sense, if we think about it, because you're only 62 and look at what you're doing and the music yeah. you love and, and right. Yes. I'm, I'm an old soul for sure. Yes. Oh my goodness. Yeah. So did you love Elvis? I did. <gasps> I did. Great. Yeah. Who, who didn't? Who didn't? That's right. Do you sing any of his songs? I, I do a few of his songs in my shows. Yes. Okay. Why don't you give me a, a couple lines of one of them? Come on couple for me, lines. for me. Okay. Uh, you're killing me here. Yep. <laughs> well, voice I had left from blowing my voice out on my show last night, but I'll, I'll give it a shot. Thanks. Wise men say only fools rush in, but I can't help falling in love with you. That was beautiful. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you, Thank Thank you very, very much. much. I Thank love it. <laughs> so, you know, um, I still have my ticket 
that I never made the concert. Elvis passed away right before that concert. Um, I have it in my Elvis poker room. I had an Elvis poker table made. I made 2,000 poker chips, um, and everything wow. in there is Elvis. And again, I have that ticket framed. Um, I got to awesome. interview his nurse, Marion, who's who's now become a good friend of mine. I got a hello from Priscilla. I'm supposed to meet her because I was supposed to meet her through this pandemic. And I got to That's interview awesome. the gentleman who was granted the rights by the court to the name Elvis Aaron Presley oh. Jr. I've, I've actually met him. And yes. Him and I've talked about doing some shows together. You yes. should because. Yes. He's down in Florida right now. doing. He's some amazing. Yes. Okay, and yes, he, he now has the name of his father, and I'm so happy yes. about that. So, you know, awesome. I could I could die smiling as well. I interviewed <laughs> Elvis Presley's son, right? Think about that. There you go. All yeah. right. So, um, yeah. okay. So now, Dream Lover. So let's play it because I, I, you know, this is one of my favorite songs anyway, and the way you did it is beautiful. So here we go. Dream lover will come my way. The girl to hold in my arms and all the magic of her charms because I want a girl to call my own. I want a dream lover so I don't have to dream alone. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. So, tell me some of your favorite artists. It doesn't matter what time period. Like some of your favorite artists. Uh, I say Buddy Holly. Yeah. I'm also a huge Jimmy Buffett fan. Okay. I do quite a bit of Jimmy Buffett songs on my show. Um, I like uh, well Blake Shelton, country wise. You know, he's he's a great artist. Yeah. Um. Zach Brown. Okay. Um, the Hollies. Of course. Of course, the Hollies. And a lot of people <laughs> don't know that, that they actually, that they named themselves the Hollies after Buddy Holly. <laughs> That's where they got their name from. Yep. And, uh, you know, most people don't know that. And, um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty much a fan of all music that's good. Okay. You know, done, done well. You know, I can, I can listen to just about any, any type of music, you know, Frank Sinatra, Dean Martin, you know, just about anyone. What about songs? Give me some of your favorite songs all time. Uh, My Way. Yep. It's a great song. Yep. Um, Buddy Holly's True Love Ways. Um, and, um, I 
guess Elvis, a couple of Elvis' songs, I, you know, his song Little Sister. Yep. And Can't Help Falling in Love, you know, a couple of my favorites. But um, I, it's hard to pick just one or two because there's just so many good songs out there. Right. And great music and great artists. It's really tough to narrow it down to one or two. Well, you mentioned some of the really cool ones, of course. And when people ask me, like, as far as Elvis, what's my favorite Elvis songs, I laugh in their face. I'm like, how could you answer that? I, have, I said, I have categories, and I do. And I have yes. categories. <laughs> yeah, I'm the same way. I, I, I pick some of the songs that I do on my show for Elvis, you know, because I can do them. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I do. And, uh, you know, I, I've done some shows at, like, VFWs and American Legions and usually end the evening with American Trilogy. So that's so beautiful. That's so yes. beautiful. Um, yeah. I'm going to surprise you with a song right now because we do have time. You mentioned one of your favorite songs was by Buddy Holly, True Ways, True Love Ways. Yes. You know what? I'm going to play it for you. This awesome. is This is Buddy Holly, and this is dedicated to you, Rick. Here we go. Just you know why. Why you and I will by and by no true love ways. Sometimes we'll sigh, sometimes we'll cry. Just you and I know true love Throughout the day Our true love Will bring us joys to share With those who really care Sometimes we'll sigh Sometimes we'll cry And we'll know why Just you and I Know true love ways about what your thoughts are about this song. I want to share some things in chat. So Danny T, who I said is the RTR DJ, fellow DJ on the show Saturday before mine. Um, he's, he, he says that's beautiful. It's one of his favorite songs as well. And it's one of mine as well. Um, but Johnny T said, Buddy Holly's drummer's hands were frostbit. Carlo Mastrangelo of the Belmont stepped in, did a great job, but he offered him a job for drumming? Yes. Oh, wow. Yes. They're, 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 during their tour, their winter uh, winter dance party tour, the heater on their bus quit, and the drummer ended up with frostbite and couldn't play. And, and uh, yeah, the, the uh, drummer from the Belmont stepped in and played drums. And a lot of people don't know, too, but the... the uh, the bass player that was on tour with Buddy Holly was Waylon Jennings. 
You're kidding. No. <laughs> Waylon Jennings was supposed to be on that plane that night. And he gave he gave his seat up to Richie Valens. Oh. But, uh, yeah, True Love Ways, Buddy Holly wrote that song for his wife. And I believe they said it was the last song that he ever performed. But, you know, he, Buddy Holly, I mean, a lot of people don't realize how innovative he was in, in the rock and roll industry. He wrote that song. He recorded it. He went to the, the recording studio and he said, I want to record this song and I want to put an orchestra behind me. And they said, you're crazy. You don't put an orchestra behind a rock and roll act. You just, you just can't don't do it. <laughs> and he insisted on it. And if you listen to that song, there's a full orchestra behind him in True Love Ways. And since then, a lot of artists have done that, gone with, with full-blown orchestra. Brian Sessor actually plays rock and roll with a, his own orchestra. And um, he just, you know, just pushed and pushed until he, he got his ideas out there. And, you know, only living and being in the music industry for basically three and a half years and died at the age of 22, you can imagine where music would have been today if he was still around. It's amazing. Yes. That story is, you yeah. know, I'm going to, I'll never listen to that song the same again. <laughs> I didn't know about the full orchestra. Yeah. That's pretty cool. So wow. He was the first rock, rock and roll artist to do that. That is so incredible. Yeah. Thanks for sharing that with yes. me. Oh, you're welcome. That's beautiful. You're welcome. So now let's play Ring of Fire. This is a cool song. Everyone knows it. Here we go. this song means to you Johnny Cash everybody yes. loves Johnny Cash yes everybody loves Johnny Cash uh, Johnny Cash he was actually the first artist to have a crossover song where he had a, a hit song in the country and rock and roll venue at the same time he's the first artist to ever do that wait repeat and, uh, that for me wait wait explain that to me what he is the first artist to have a hit song 
that crossed over from country into rock and roll. And they were both on the, he was on the charts, both rock and roll and country at the same time. Really? Yes. It's the first artist to ever do that. <laughs> and he was, he was kind of an innovator too. I mean, in that song Ring of Fire, he actually put a mari- mariachi band behind him. So, I'm blown away by that. I didn't know that. Yeah. How? Yeah, the man in, <laughs> the man in black. Oh my gosh, that's pretty cool. Yes. So, all right. So now, um, did, who did you get to meet? Um, and who do you want to meet, maybe, that you haven't gotten to meet? Jimmy Buffett sometime. Okay. Um, I've, I've actually had the pleasure of opening up for Bobby Rydell. Okay, I interviewed him. I love him. Bobby Vinton. Yep. Danny and the, Danny and the Juniors. Um, I've, I've worked um, with a, a production company or an agency that put on some pretty big shows, and, and I got to meet a lot of artists that, uh, national acts that, um, I actually had the pleasure of opening up for her. And um, that was really cool. I mean, it's, it's just, uh, in all that, Bobby Rydell is amazing. His voice, yes. it stands stands at the test of time for sure. I mean, it's crazy, right? He still sounds the yes. same. He sounds <laughs> awesome. Yes, he does. He does. Uh, I was like... I, I think he actually sounds better than he did back in the 50s. Listen, I don't even know if I could say that. I Listen, it's the same. Yeah. It's just the same. <laughs> You know, I mean, it's, I don't know. I just love him. Uh, I'm sure technology is helpful with that too, you know. This yeah. Is a, you know, a lot of people don't realize that, you know, back in the 50s, it was a the, the full band and a singer in the same room and it was one take or two takes. You know, you didn't you didn't get to add the drums and the bass in it at a later date. They all got recorded at the same time. Well, and, uh, I want to share something with you about the technology. I Bobby Rydell, I don't care if he's in a, in a corner, he's going to sound the same. Because Ken, Ken Brady from the original Casinos, the song Then You Can Tell Me Goodbye. So he's a good friend of mine. And they came and did a show for me. I mean, a real concert I had with the Capris and them a couple summers ago in town here. And my uncle was in the audience. He was in the front row. My uncle is the same age as Ken Brady. So Ken Brady is now 77 because I was at his 75th. Yeah. So at 70, he came and did the show at 75. My uncle comes up to me and he says, he, he was lip syncing, right? That's the greatest compliment ever. I said, really? So I got Ken off the yeah. stage when he was done. I said, come here. My uncle just gave you the best compliment ever. He thought you were lip syncing. Sing to my uncle. So these guys have it. They don't need yeah. technology. They don't, it doesn't no. matter. These guys no. have it. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, it's there, amazing. There was no, there was, there was no auto tune. That's right. You know, or, or second take, you did it. You, you know, if that's right. It was the way the way you sang it is the way it was recorded. You know, and there was no there was no fixing it or adjusting it. Amazing. And uh, some of these guys, Bobby Rydell being one of them, just amazing voice. Right. Unbelievable. So, so um, curious citizen. Curious Citizen joined our chat. Hello to whoever that Curious Citizen is. And Stevie D, Stevie Dunham, he's a fellow DJ from RTR. Um, He owns Street Corner Entertainment. Um, He's really awesome. His show is on right after mine at 1 p.m., so you don't want to miss it. And here's a little thing he did for me. Yo, this is the Don. If you want to listen to a hard-headed woman, then listen to the Jerry Petito Show. Because the Don said so. Listen, you got a little bit of Elvis in there and a little bit of the nice Don song. in there, right? Yes. Awesome. Awesome. <laughs> Thank you, Stevie D. Yeah. Um, so, wow, I love the stories you're telling me. You're, you're making my day because I love a little bit of that history about the people, you know? Very yeah, cool. It, it's really cool. I, I mean, there's, there's just so much information about these artists that, I mean, a lot of them, I mean, they struggled just as, as well as everyone did, but uh, they eventually got their break. And uh, it wasn't an easy road. And a lot of the artists, even even with Bill Haley, Bill Haley had an issue with the, the internal revenue where the, his management corporation was, was skimming most of the money. And the IRS came to Bill Haley and said, well, you got to pay taxes on this money because it was your money. And he said, I never saw the money. 
and he got into a big tiff with uh, with the IRS about that, and uh, they were coming after him. So Bill Haley refused to pay the, the money on the taxes on the money he, that he never received. So he moved to Mexico. Wow. A lot of people don't know that. He actually no. moved to Mexico and then finally got to the point where the IRS, you know, gave him a reprieve on the money and, you know, took all the charges, dropped all the charges against him. And he moved back in the United States into Texas. And that's actually where he passed away was when he was in Texas. Wow. You should write like a little book about all this stuff. This is so cool, though. Yeah. All right. I, I, yeah, the, the, the history, the rock and roll history. It Amazing. Is, I, I really interested in, in the, the stories behind the scenes. Amazing. You know, Amazing. That, that made these people who they are and where they ended up. All right. You know, here's so many, so many, some of your, your big artists that, that end up dying alone and broke. Right. Because the management corporations back in the 50s and early 60s just took advantage of them. And uh, it's a shame. It is. It's a shame. So, yeah. all right, let's play your live version of That'll Be Today. Here we go, guys. Wow. song mean to you that'll be the day uh the, the song actually buddy holly and and his bandmates at the time went to see a john wayne movie called the searchers okay and uh afterwards they're sitting out talking and buddy holly's talking about i want to be a you big know, I, I can be famous and write songs like you know and be a star like elvis and uh one of them pulled a line out from the searchers movie which was well that'll be the day <laughs> and they sat down yeah and then he took that and he sat down and he wrote that song in about I think they said about 15 minutes they had that whole song written I love the stuff you and tell it, us <laughs> well that'll dead. be the day <laughs> that'll be the day it, it came from a, a, a line that John Wayne said in the movie The Searchers <laughs> I love it and uh, they had just, just seen the movie um, yeah that's me also playing the guitar in there too that's pretty cool all right, awesome. So now, let's play Highway Patrol, and then we'll talk okay. about it. Here we go. All right. And I love that. That'll be today. Here we go. <laughs> you're amu you're amusing me. Let's do it. Well, I've got a star on my car and a one on my chest, a gun on my hip and the right to arrest. I'm the guy with the balls on this highway So watch out what you're doing when you're driving my way If you break the law, you'll hear from me, I know Cause I'm working for the state, I'm the highway patrol Well, you know me when you see me cause my door's painted 
white My sirens are screaming in my flashing red lights Work all day and I work all night Just a keeping law and order trying to do what's right If I write you out a ticket then you better drive slow Just to doing my job on the highway patrol Well I'm the highway patrol, highway patrol My hours are long and my day is low I'll do my best to keep you driving slow I'm just doing my job on the highway patrol Well, I'm the highway patrol, highway patrol My hours are long and my pay is low I'll do my best to keep driving slow I'm just doing my job on the highway patrol I'm just doing my job on the highway patrol So, what does this song mean to you? Highway Patrol. Well, um, my father and two of my uncles were police officers. And, you know, my father and my uncle were Chester, and then my other uncle was in uh, Morton Township in PA. And uh, I also did some work with Delaware State Police for a few years. Um, worked, worked as a trooper. Beautiful. And, uh, yeah, not, not, not a long time. I actually ended up in, in an automobile accident that kind of took me out of play, you know, for that but i did work with um as a civilian work with um the dui task force in delaware and um i am also a member of the blue knights which is a law enforcement motorcycle club beautiful um that song yeah that that song was actually written for the movie me myself and irene okay if you ever watch that movie that movie starts out with that song playing okay but it's kind of my tribute to all the first responders and police officers out there. Right. And thank you to you and yes. everyone out there and your family for your service, yes. of course. Yes. Beautiful thank tribute. You. Beautiful tribute. Thank yes. you for that. Um, yes. Tell everyone how they can get in touch with you and reach out to you. You can you can check out my Facebook page, which is Rick Griffin Entertainment, um, Delaware. Uh, Delaware's not in the, in the title, but I think if you put that in, it'll come up a lot easier. Uh, my my email address is rgproductions at verizon.net. And um, my I can give you my phone number if you if anyone yeah. wants to call and talk to me. It's 302-465-4509. And my webpage is rgproductions.info. Now, you have anything up and coming? Where are you at at this point? Well, I just did a show last night in Kent Square, Pennsylvania, and um, I have I have some shows coming up uh, in Northeast Maryland, and then I'm up in uh, Tough Canaman, PA, on Thursday night. Friday night, I'm in Elkton, Maryland. Saturday, I'm up in uh, Pennsylvania at a restaurant called Pescatories. And I actually have the pleasure of singing with my girlfriend, who was a, I mean, if you heard her sing Connie Francis, you wouldn't know it wasn't Connie Francis. Well, hook me up, baby. Hook me up. I will hook you up. I will hook you up. Beautiful. Right. And, um, yeah, so I'm I'm pretty much these days kind of doing more like tri-state, you know, New Jersey, Maryland, Delaware, PA. Um, I I performed in Wildwood all summer the past two years. Uh, which is is pretty cool. Different different kind of crowd. You know, everybody's out having a good time, and it's awesome. Beautiful. Awesome. Yeah. 
Well, I want to give my thanks to everyone listening. I want to give my thanks to everyone in the chat room. I want to give my thanks to Angel and Steve, the owners of RTR, because without them, this platform, we wouldn't be doing what we're doing. So huge thank you for that. Um, I want to let everyone know that I will be downloading the show and, and posting it. So please share it. Please share it. This guy is incredible. I want to thank, well, thank you, you, Rick, for honoring me today with this great, great interview. Um, well, thanks for having me on your show. Well, you're welcome. It's, I it's mean, a privilege and honor. You're, that's how I feel. Your voice is amazing, and your little tidbit stories are phenomenal. I mean, you should really think about doing something with all your information. It's so cool. And you're only 62. This is crazy to me. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Wow. So you yeah. know what I think we're going to do? We're going to close out What's with that? Buddy Holly singing Rave On. Let's do that. How about that? Awesome. Rave by Buddy Holly. Sounds okay? great. Let's do it. Here we go. And thank you again. Thank you. Oh, <laughs> things you say.